Blog Talk Radio. This is Black Writer Space. I am your host, Ms. Mocha, and I have my co-host with me tonight, Mario Gibbons. Mario? Hey, what's going on, Tiffany? How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Can't ever, ever, ever complain. Oh, we have <laughs> D on the line. Let me, well, I don't know if, she, let me bring D on. I know she. Okay. Hello? Hi, guys. Hey. On, we have D. a great guest tonight. On? I just wanted to stop in while I could and say hi and give my support. So I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in for a second. Okay, okay. Uh, Tonight our guest is Tanisha Webb. Okay. And we're going to get started. She's already online, so I'm just going to bring her in real quick. She has so much going on. Um, Give me one second. Tanisha? Yes. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you all doing? Wonderful, We're wonderful. Great. So excited to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for asking. Okay. We're going to um you are off the chain. Uh I've been watching you and uh you have so much going on. You got the book club, university and magazine, the uh, book book club one oh one university. Then you have the Fall into Books Literary Conference that I'm really considering putting on my list for this year. Um, and just so much that you're doing. <laughs> I know, and it's going to be in St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, this will be our second year in St. Louis. Um, originally, it was in Kansas City, which is where I live, uh, but logistically, it made sense to move it to um, St. Louis just because um, a lot of people can drive from, like, Chicago and uh, even from Detroit if they wanted to or um, Nashville, Memphis, you know, Kansas City and places like that. Okay. And it says that you are president of KC Girlfriends Book Club radio show and co-founder of... Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to read just a little bit so our listeners can um, see all of your big business you got going on. Um, The founder of Black Book Club Experience, which is an online social network for book club presidents. Wow. I haven't seen that. Uh, And founder and co-coordinator of the Fall Into Books Literary Conference and founder of and the owner of Literarily Speaking Events and Services Book Market. Okay, then. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Now, I did see that it said you, you're an author, author also? Um, I will be an author at the end of February. Um, okay. Finally. <laughs> and um, 
because of everything that I'm involved with with book clubs, uh, and I've, I've done a lot of uh, consultations with book club presidents and just people that are wanting to create book clubs, uh, it was actually idea of other people that asked me to actually write a, a book club resource book. And um, so I can't really say that the idea was mine um, because I thought they were crazy. I'm like, that's, you know, I'm not going, I don't feel like doing all that. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's kind of funny uh, because the – the groundwork had been laid out there for years for me to to do this uh, book um, from when I started the Casey Girlfriends Book Club radio show because I have so much um, recorded information on with book club um, roundtables and and things like that. And then I started um, with moderating the Maximizing Your Book Club Experience um, panel discussion for the National Book Club Conference in Atlanta. Um, and everything, so it kind of all uh, lended itself to this book. Okay. Now, um, tell us about the the panel discussions. How how does that go at a at an event? Um, as far as the the book club panel discussion uh, at the National Book Club Conference, it really is a way uh, for the book clubs that that come together each year at the National Book Club Conference to um, kind of uh, get feedback on what they can do to improve their book clubs and, and kind of just update everybody every year on what um, your book clubs have been up to since the last year. Uh, so we we hold a panel discussion just to talk about, you know, um, things that we're struggling with or, um, you know, a lot of now book clubs are doing a lot of events on their own. So uh, we may uh, talk about those type of things as well. So it kind of just keeps us all connected and um, just knowing what what we can do uh, to improve our book club so we can keep on um, moving forward. Okay, that sounds good. Um, what I want to know is, um, and this was not going to be my first question, but what I want to know <laughs> is I'm thinking about starting a book club for uh, Black Writer Space. So what would be the first step, and this could be for the listeners also in case they're thinking about doing something like this, what would be the first step to take in just in doing it besides just putting it out there and saying, okay, we're going to start our first book. What type of structure or, like, you know, what would be the uh, beginning steps so that we could be on the road to success with it instead of just being another book club? Well, um, you uh, basically – Doing an online book club versus a location-based book club, uh, there's just two different types of structures um, with it. I think that online um, book clubs are a little bit more challenging uh, just because of the simple fact that um, you have to really know how you're going to lay this out. Um, Is it going to be that you're going to post questions like um, in Yahoo groups? Uh, a lot of times because it's more of a, a discussion thread, then they may, like, uh, just put a question in there and then you have a couple of days to answer it or whatever, or however you're going to do it. You know, there's different ways you can do online um, book clubs and everything. Uh, but it's a little bit more challenging because everyone may not, uh, you know, 
have the the time to come in and you know and post in and and do the whole um, discussion. So the first thing um, that normally you have to uh, do is just figure out if you're going to do an online based uh, book club or are you going to do a location based. Um, the second thing is, is that you need to find people uh, that are interested in actually being a part of the book club because they can actually kind of help you to pull other people in to join in on the book club experience with you. Um, you need to know exactly why you're starting the book club. You need to examine your own time. Do you actually have time to do this on a, on a regular basis? Are you an avid reader? Because uh, if you're not an avid reader, then there's absolutely no reason for you to ever start a book club, ever, period. I'll just tell you that right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, even people that you um, ask to join your book club, they need to be avid readers. You're never going to make an avid reader out of somebody that um, does not read all the time. It doesn't happen. Um, so... And just having people that are like-minded, you know, and and not like-minded, but as far as uh, being big readers and things like that, you really do uh, have to have that type of group, um, that type of mindset. So, uh, you know, that's usually the, the, some of the hardest part of it is just making sure everybody is understanding exactly what um, needs to happen in the book club to keep it uh, going successful because your book club is only as strong as um, the people that you have in there. Right. So. Right. Well, right. That's, that's, that's actually amazing. I have a question. And sure. First off, thank you for coming on the show. Um, oh, thank you. It, it means a lot to have, you know, guests on the show that has a lot going on and we can – actually showcases because we have a lot of listeners that's faithful to the show and they always want to know who the next guest is going to be. So we thank you again for that. Oh, now, thank you so much. Let's get down to some <laughs> business now. I'm gonna get, I, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. What's up <laughs> with this? The title, the title, the title. Casey Girlfriend's Book. Now, what does it mean that? Well, you know what? Uh, when... I actually did not start the Casey Girlfriends Book Club. And um, originally when when I uh, moved to Kansas City before then, I actually was a part of a co-ed book club. And so when I moved here, uh, I wanted to actually, you know, meet women that were out in the Kansas City metro area. And so I'm like, I love to read, so let me find, see if I can find a book club. And I did. And their name was uh, the Girlfriends Book Club because it was a group of girlfriends. So I came in like a year later after that. And so we just kept the name and added KC on the front of it so you know where we're at. So, But we've had men in our book club off and on. And if you go to our website, um, then it it actually does say that um, we do accept men and stuff. We ain't changing our names for you. But... <laughs> you can be the gentleman of the Casey Girlfriend. You can be whatever you want to, <laughs> but um, the we uh, actually do have uh, off and on have had men that's joined our book club and everything. And I think that book clubs are much much better if you have uh, men involved in it. Absolutely. Honestly, 
honestly agree with that because I was actually kiss me. I'm, I'm done with the show today. I don't want to talk no more. I thought it was all woman thing. I I want to join a book club. I see girlfriends book clubs. I see women names everywhere. I mean, where Mario at? Well, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, you know, I I don't, I think that that's probably why, one of the reasons why we tend to not get as many men. And sometimes I will, uh, you know, like, you know, I, I probably just need to recruit men uh, at this point in time. We're just not going to change our name. That's all. You know, you just have to live with that part of it. But we welcome men to be in the book club, and I also encourage other book clubs to bring in men as well. In some book clubs, they may be all women, but they um, might have specific me- uh, meetings that they bring in their husbands or significant others or um, that, you know, that maybe out, sometimes out of year that their husbands do read or whatever um, is going on, but there are some co-ed um, book clubs, and there's also just all men book clubs. They, you don't see a lot of them, but um, they do exist. Okay, um, I mean, I just want to know. You know, I, just, you know, I got a couple of male listeners. Like, we're gonna start our own thing. You know, what I mean, it's gonna be Chicago. I wish I would. Chicago you know, do y'all need club. me to? <laughs> do y'all need? I will be in Chicago in March. Do y'all need me to help y'all to get that together? <laughs> I ain't I ain't started nothing yet. I'm just talking. I just wanna make sure we get we get some love up in the book club too. But no, I just wanna say congratulations on all all the achievements that you have going on and and for the listeners that are listening and the ones who are gonna listen later on or whatever the case may be, like she just said, the book club is an excellent way but you have to be a reader. You know what I mean? A lot of people wanna join things and they're not dead. Mm-hmm. So so that's a good yeah. thing right there. Yeah, that's um, one of the things I talk about in in uh, my book that's going to be out next month, The Ultimate Book Club Experience, is um, learning that, you know, a lot of people will want to support you, like your family, specifically your family and friends. And I don't always think that having family and friends are, is good to, in your book club. And so mm. I've done it with friends and stuff and you you get really relaxed and you don't always want to read but you still want to hang out with your girls or with your boys and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then the next thing you know ain't nobody read no book you ain't discussed nothing right and so you know your book club can quickly turn into a social club um because they're still wanting to support you in um your book club and so, you know, you have to get them out to a book club if they're not going to read, you know. And that, I think that's um, one of the questions that I get from um, book club presidents is how do you get somebody out to a book club that's a part of your family or that's a really good friend? You know, we still going to see each other and stuff, and I love the fact that you want to support me and stuff. But, you know, maybe this is not your thing and stuff, and, you know, but i got to keep <laughs> this going. So make sure that everybody is coming together for the right reason. So there's a way that you can get people out your book club without hurting their feelings. And then sometimes it may not even matter. <laughs> so. Right, because then when they're not reading the books, and then how can you participate in the discussion? So they really putting themselves out. Exactly, exactly. So, or or you'll get the, and I've had this happen too before, where, oh, don't, don't discuss that part because I ain't read the book yet. Oh, well, you have four weeks. Right. <laughs> we right. going to keep this moving. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, that I always uh, talk to book clubs about that, and you know, and just kind of give them the pros and cons of having their families and friends and sometimes coworkers be a part of the book club. It's a good start, but you just have to make sure that they're avid readers as long uh, along with yourself. Otherwise, it's going to become a problem. Well, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Good evening, and we are back. For our listeners that just tuned in with us, uh, I'm your host tonight, Ms. Mocha, and my co-host is Mario Givens, and our guest tonight is Tanisha Webb. And she has so much to offer with book clubs. I've never, the thing she's saying, I never even really thought about. I just thought about, well, I, I think I want to do a book club for Black Runner Space, but um, it's, it's work, it's structure, it's order, it's about business. So um, she's basically um, put me in check tonight with that. Um, Tanisha, tell us about uh, how long have you been writing? You say you have a book coming out in February. You know, this is, um, you know, I write a little bit here and there, and um, but this is actually the, the first time that I ever really, really thought about putting a book together. Um you know, and it's it's different for me and and everything because it's not something I'm a I'm a huge avid reader, but I cannot say that I have ever thought about um, writing a, a a fiction novel because that's not my forte. So, okay. <laughs> um, but 
you know, I I love, um, you know, reading, especially new and underexposed authors. Um, that's actually one of the things that uh, my book club, we're proud of that. We, we're proud that, you know, 90% of our books are, are uh, written by a new or underexposed author um, in our book club. So, uh, you know, I, I do, I, I clearly understand, you know, the, the struggle um, with new authors and everything like that. Um, I decided to go kind of a different direction as far as if I was going to put out a book, and I had always said that, um, to even with people that have read um, some of the things that I've written before, um, I just felt that I had more to give and that I had more of a platform if I actually uh, did something nonfiction like an instructional book like I'm doing. Um, and so I wanted it to stand for something, and I wanted it to be something that actually would be profitable, um, and and actually uh, somebody would get some value out of it as well. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, tell us about the literarily speaking and events. What exactly is that? Literary, uh, literally speaking, events and services is um, my baby. It's my business um, that I do a lot of different things underneath, like literary um, events, conferences. Um, I actually come in as a uh, a literary event consultant, uh, and sometimes that just means that I'm actually just helping someone to put their event together. Um, taking their ideas and actually um, pulling all the pieces together for them um, doesn't. It's not a um, like sometimes I don't have to actually be on the site, um, so I'm not doing like a, a event planner um, where I'm actually just taking everything and doing it for someone or helping them through that part of it. But I'm actually just walking them through the steps as they go along with their event and kind of tell them what works, what doesn't, um, especially because I have my background with um, with avid readers and book clubs and things, and then I help them to make sure that the event, um, if it is for readers, that it's going to make a reader want to come to that event. Uh-huh. Um, because especially for authors that are trying to put together um, literary events, um, sometimes it's not a – as engaging as it should be towards readers. Um, Mm. They think it is, but it really ain't. (laughs) So, um, you know, because they are more in tune to, um, you know, writing and, you know, whatever they're trying to do. So they got the author part to, you know, Mm -hmm. get authors to come and stuff, but they don't quite know how to connect it to a reader yet. Um, so that's where I kind of come in and just kind of consult them through that process um, and tell them, okay, well, this is not right. Let's change this. This is, you know, what you need to do or um, this is what my suggestions are. So um, so that's kind of what I do um, as far as that. I do some virtual assistance um, for for authors. And um, with that, you know, just kind of meeting the author's needs so I – I don't have any um, other than the event planning and um, consultation things. I don't have like, okay, this is a set price um, and this is all you're going to get because you may not need everything that I'm offering in that package. 
Um, okay. You really, with virtual assistants, you have to meet the authors at where they're at and not just give them a flat rate on something that they may not need all that stuff in there. Um, so if it's um, helping you to put together a um, a webinar, if you're nonfiction and you have, um, you know, some type of uh, services that you're offering or whatever, so I may actually come on and help you to actually do a, a webinar and come up with the materials or whatever. Um, it could be that I'm helping you to get uh, on to different literary shows or, um, you know, or secure book signings or whatever it is that, that I'm needed to do. Um, so I do that. I do the book club consultations through Literally Speaking Events and Services. Um, so, you know, and then I have the, the bookmarks and, and stuff like that that are really taken off as well. That's good okay. stuff because yeah. uh, I definitely <laughs> want mm-hmm. to put together at least two big events here in Chicago this year. So that's really good to know. I'll probably be calling you on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, tell me about the Fall Into Books Conference and what highlights are you having this year for the conference? Fall Into Books Literary Conference, um, this is our third year. Um, I actually, the before the, the first year, I actually planned that out like two years before. So I started two years before I actually um, started promoting the, the conference itself. So um, it seems like it's a long time, but really it isn't. Um, Especially if you have an idea, you really have to kind of um, figure out how do you want this event to to look. And okay. so um, I just really took my time. And, I, um, you know, I'm one of those type of people that I see the big picture of things. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see the entire picture as well. And so I knew before I started with Fall Into Books Literary Conference in order to get um, authors there in order to, you know, hopefully get readers to Kansas City is that people had to know who I was. And so um, that's when I really, Mm -hmm. um, you know, started with the the Casey Girlfriends Book Club radio show. Um, At the time, there was only one other book club that had an online radio show with Blog Talk Radio, and there actually wasn't a lot of literary um, uh, radio shows going at that time. Um, So I started that, which was unique in itself because it was a book club that's actually doing the radio show. Um, And that actually helped uh, And making sure I had an Internet presence and back then, of course, the MySpace page and very active on that and things like that. So that got my name out, and then authors started actually emailing me and saying, hey, I'm coming to Kansas City. Can you spread the word? Um, and mm. then going to the National Book Club Conference in, in Atlanta and networking with different authors, hey, this is what I want to do. I know you don't have an audience, or you have an audience, but you don't have um, people that come out to, to book signings in Kansas City. Um, this is an opportunity for you to come to Kansas City and, um, you know, for us to do a literary conference, and, you know, hopefully we're going to get the 
the people here where you don't have to wonder if they're going to come to the book signing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, once authors kind of saw what I was doing, they were like, hey, you know, I want to come too. Um, so much so that I actually got an email from Eric Jerome Dickey saying, hey, mm-hmm. I want to come to your conference. And so wow. I'm like, boy, if I have to starve my child, you come. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I mean, and and he does not do a lot of events. He does not um, do a lot of, um, definitely not a lot of conferences. He doesn't even do a lot of book signings when his books come out. Um, so that was, like, the best thing that could have ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything. So, um the conference basically is uh, to not only entertain people, but also I want you to go away with feeling like you learned something, exactly. feeling like you learned something in the literary business. And so it's different because we actually have workshops um, that we do. We do author workshops and we do book club workshops. And generally, people stay for all of that um, and everything. And it's really relaxed because, you know, you have the person up there speaking and stuff. But, you know, we're at, we're holding discussions. We're actually trying to figure some things out um, with these uh, workshops and things like that. And so the readers walk away um, understanding more about the literary business that they didn't know. You know, they learn, you know, why it's important, you know, to, you know, who's it important to about the e-books and and things like that. And that, you know, traditionally published authors may feel a little bit differently about, you know, e-book sales than a a self-published author maybe. So, you know, we try to uh, to give people the information and things, and it's just not for you to come in and buy a book and listen to authors speak and all this and that. It's not about that um, entirely, but it's also making sure that people are walking away a better reader, a better author in the end. Um, so we do that, and then we also do um, a panel discussions, uh, we do the author breakout sessions where you actually listen to a panel of authors talk about their books. We ask them um, questions, so it might be a book club president that's moderating, and we're asking them questions as well, you know, um, and it engages the the audience to talk back to the authors, and it, you know, it it's actually this past year we i mean the conversations that we were holding and stuff i wish that we would have videotaped it and put it out there for everybody because they were deep and so you don't get that um at every conference and we honestly leave as family you know we're we're really connected to each other once we leave so i think that that's what makes a difference at falling to books than any other conference that i've been at Wow, right. Yeah, I know. That's good stuff. That's I'm definitely gonna have to put that on my list and uh, get my registration done and everything. I need to be there. Very important yeah, to do with your delivery. So you have a lot of information, and what I want to know is pretty much the bookmarks. Like, can you talk a little bit more about that? And what for those who don't know what it is or, or want to get into right. it. 
Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely. Bookmark and handcrafted bookmarks um, started in 2009, I believe. Um, it was the first year that me and my book club decided to um, to do our um, our literary retreat. So we do a Casey Grumper's Book Club Literary Retreat. We did it the first year, I believe, in 2008, and it was just my book club members, and we loved it. We had an author there. We discussed the book. We, you know, we had a great time. Um, so the second year we decided, hey, let's, you know, hold this public event and everything and, you know, really, really, um, you know, invite our, our sister book clubs in and invite some authors in and things like that. So it kind of grew like that. Well, I wanted um, everybody that left my conference or left the literary retreat to have a personal gift. And so the gift that I thought about um, was bookmarks. Everybody loves a bookmark. And so I had saw some some ribbon um, and beaded bookmarks and stuff, and I thought that it can be improved upon. And so um, I did my own version of it, and people loved it. They loved them. Um, and so thank God I, I actually made extra ones because I actually ended up selling them. And so everybody was like, you know, these are great. This is a great idea. You know, you should put a website together, start selling them and everything. And so a month later, that's exactly what I did. Um, I've changed it um, over the last couple of years because um, most of my clients are authors um, or people will get them to for promotional reasons or, or whatever else. So now the bookmarks are made to promote whatever it is that you are pushing out there. So if you're an author, we're going to make sure that they remember where they got this bookmark at. And so um, we do that with our, our promo cards that the that the bookmarks come on. And so the entire front of it, it promotes that um, bookstore or the author's book, the publishing company, um, you know, whatever it is um, that you are wanting to promote your event and and things like that, and then all my information is on the back. So, and I also take these um, same promo cards and anywhere that I'm traveling, especially this year because I'm already going to be um, going to several different events and stuff. So your company and your interest is coming right along with me, and I'm going to be selling you while I'm selling these bookmarks. So it was a unique idea that I just came up with and said, you know, they're going to get my information anyways. Why don't I start promoting other people while um, they're getting a great gift? Um, so the bookmarks are, um, most of them are, are made out of glass beads. Um, the bookmarks are totally adjustable to any size book that you have, even a textbook. And mm. so you adjust the beads up. Um, on the end, and it gives you all the instructions on the back and everything. And so they're selling really well. Um, I have a test store site, um, Books and Beignets Bookstore in Jackson, Mississippi. And so uh, she, uh, we're testing a lot of different things and, you know, just kind of seeing where it is. But she sells so many that um, we actually have just entered into an agreement that I'm just going to start shipping them on a monthly basis because she just goes through them so fast. 
Um, so they they're a wonderful gift. Uh, they can be um, any color that you pretty much want. If you have a certain um, colors on a book or whatever, then we'll recreate that and make them match all your books. Um, you know, or you can get a variety of them, uh, or whatever you're wanting, and and things like that. So it it's actually um, one of those things, and um, that with all these different interests that I have, that I have all these small like businesses going on that I generally don't have to pay for a lot of things that I need, because one of those whatever I'm profiting from, I just kind of have it pay for whatever else I need. So that's like some really good um, business advice that I got um, a long time ago is that if you want to do something that's going to cost you money, you really need another um, something else that you're doing so you're not digging deep into your pockets to get things paid for. Right. That's that's one of my concerns with a lot of things that I want to do is kind of like, "Mm, okay, I need to do some other stuff. So I thought yeah. about doing some fundraisers and something. I got to do something because there's a lot I want to do, and I know it can happen. It's just a matter of uh, structuring it the right way, advertising and marketing, and, and let people know. You know, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> it's you know, it's it's one of those things that like right now, um, which it it really keeps me very very busy. Um, but I didn't realize that like the 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 event planning thing would jump off like it does. Um, you know, but I I do I get uh, calls and emails asking, hey, can you come and help me with my event? Can you do this with my event? And then the with the bookmarks taking off and stuff. So I'm a vi- a busy girl. I am. <laughs> so, but busy is good. Busy is, it is. good. It'll keep your your uh, pockets fat. <laughs> so, <laughs> not complaining. Not complaining. But it's definitely not what I envisioned. I thought that maybe the bookmarks would take off, and really didn't have a clue about the book club university at that point in time. So, you know, it's it's a blessing. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, this is really good information for myself. I'm so mm-hmm. glad I had you on because I need all of this. I do. You know my mind. My mind is going 24 hours a day. I can't even really, especially this week. My sleep has been horrible, but my mind, my brain never stops working. So, you know, at one point, you know, I had to stop today, get off Facebook, shut Facebook down, shut the phone off, and I had to go to sleep because. Every morning I've been getting up, it's like I'm still so tired. Like, I don't know how to yeah. stop my brain from coming up with all these different and then right. getting them into action. Right. It's one thing to right. talk about doing something. I, I'm right. tired of talking. This is not the year of talking. This is the year yeah. of some manifestation. I need some things to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That's you know that's me, too, because I don't get uh, a whole lot of sleep because um, I, I do still work a full-time job. A lot of people ask me that. You know, do you have a job? I mean, do you, what do you do? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and everything. And so I actually do still work a full-time job and, and everything. But when I come home, I'm working my second full-time job. <laughs> so, um, and so I may not go to sleep until maybe 3 o'clock in the morning or, you know, somewhere in there because I'm busy with doing something for my clients or, you know, trying to 
figure out what else I need to do. But, yeah, you know, I understand. But thank God I have a job that I can I adjust my hours because otherwise I'd be in trouble. Right, right. Um, we're going to um, take a, a quick short break, and we'll be right back. Good evening, and we are back. I am your host, Ms. Mocha, and I have my co-host with me, Mario Givens. And our guest tonight is Tanisha Webb. Um, she is the, the book club guru and the um, book club university, the Fall Into Books Literary Conference. She is just doing so much and has so much to offer when it comes to uh, literary events and planning and just really getting the job done accurately. And and really what I really liked what you said was uh, when your readers leave the conference, they're actually leaving with something. So it wasn't just an event that they paid some money to attend. You got a little gift mm-hmm. bag and then you leave it empty-headed. So um, yeah. that's really great. Yeah, that's, you know, that's always been the, the goal is to uh, not just create another event, but, you know, we want people to leave feeling good, you know, that that they're readers and that they're authors and, you know, and, and really with a lot of the, the knowledge and, and things like that. And so, um, you know, I, I think that we've been pretty fortunate and, you know, it's a small conference, but it just, it grows and grows and grows as the years um, go by. And I think that that also helps as well, that it's kind of, you know, it's steadily growing um, because there is a, uh, you know, the intimacy um, of, you know, when you're talking in groups and things like that, um, that everybody is being heard, you know, and it and it truly is like family. <laughs> so you may not know each other when you first get there, but by the time you leave and everything, you're, you're definitely, you definitely know um, you know, 
everybody that's there. And that's that was the whole goal um, with that is that we're connecting you with, you know, your, some of your favorite authors. And that's another thing um, with our conference. Um, I don't believe in um, having a literary conference with just well-known authors. What? Um, oh, can we please I think talk that about that? that? Um, yeah, I, you know, that to me, is not a um it's not good um for that um you don't i tell people this all the time you do not need all um well known authors in order to have a great um event but you do need to have authors that have well written books Look, um, thank that you. Are, um that are you know new and underexposed that they bring a lot to the conference. They're not a one-hit wonder. Um, you know, so usually if you haven't written at least two books that I can read, I don't, I, no. You, you, and and you really need to pay your dues. That's, you know, I know this is kind of sidetracking, but um, you really, as a new author, you should want to come as a vendor at some of these events and stuff so you can kind of network and, and things like that. Um, you know, there's absolutely no reason to ever uh, feature a author that never has put out a book uh, before or don't really know, understand the business, or have not taken the time to actually go out and experience what a literary conference is. Um, but um, I do believe in um, supporting new and underexposed authors. I do believe that it is the right thing to do and, and, you know, and to actually have new authors on the same panel as well-known authors. Um, I think that new authors do have a lot to say and things, and they have, it's more challenging for them because everything that they're doing has already been done. So unless you do something that is more um, that somebody's going to take notice of and stuff, then it is it's not going to work. <laughs> so you know I so I I do understand that, but there's some really good new authors that are out there, and they they just need the exposure uh, and things. So I'm I'm really proud of that um, with our conference and and everything, and that you're getting. Um, you know, the best of both worlds and stuff. And generally, even the, the well-known authors that we have on, probably I would say at least about 95% of them have all started out um, self-published. Okay. So, and I do that stuff. intentionally, too, as well. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, and let me just say this, um, not to interrupt you, Mario, but um, you hit a nerve when you said that because I just had a conversation a few weeks ago with um, a young lady from a college who wanted to bring us to her school to do an event. And once she had the meeting with the dean, she contacted me and she said, well, she wants to have well-known authors. And I'm like, what? That just, I was just, oh, I couldn't. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. What do you consider well-known? Because what I'm doing is I've been researching this field since 2006 
there are millions of authors that may not be well known to you, but they're well known to me, and they have good books, good stories, you know. Yeah. So I don't don't come to me with that well known. Don't uh uh-uh. no. Yeah. I don't I don't believe in that at all because um, we know most of the well known ones. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, okay, well, who right. are you who are you trying to bring? Terry McMillan? No, we need to bring. This person from Chicago that I get, I got this person. I got mm-hmm. my whole little collection of authors that are awesome, but you don't right. want them because what? Because the only one you know is Nikki Turner or, you know, just a big, big, big name, right. which I love her too, but let's have a collaboration. Let's right. not, you know, yeah. Exactly. And that's, you know, uh, even with uh, my book club, Literary Retreat, we generally do bring in a uh, one national best-selling author, and then we couple them with our with local authors. We or we at least attempt to first, um, you know, with with books that are uh, a little bit similar to the uh, national best-selling authors' books. Um, but that's generally how we do it: um, is that we we have the national best-selling author, but we also couple them with. Um, local authors, authors that are really close to Kansas City or something like that. Um, and we, you know, that's intentional. We we do that on purpose um, and everything because we, you're going to read, the thing is, is that you're going to read um, your favorite author. You're going to have your favorite author's book probably on pre-order and things like that, you know, but unless, and especially with book clubs and stuff, unless you are actually reading authors that you don't know, um, you know, and things like that, your conversations, your discussions are going to be the same, especially if you're picking the same authors over and over and over again um, or the same type of authors, you know, and things like that. You are not going to have very good discussions um, at all. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, especially with my book club and, and things like that, because we're used to new authors and, and stuff, and we will keep it real with you. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we really uh, feel very strongly that, you know, unless you're reading authors that you would never have come into contact with in, in a book club setting and stuff, then your book club is not really going to grow. It's going to stay stagnant. It's going to stay the same. So um, okay. so that that's another reason why, you know, we use that, the literary conference following to books as a platform to to help authors connect to a new audience um, of, of readers that they more than likely, um, they may not have given that author a chance um, had they not uh, met them at the conference. They may have overlooked them and stuff. Right, and but when exactly. they hear them speak and things like that, they're talking about their books, they're talking about whatever conversation that we're we're discussing or whatever else and it really just changes the whole outlook. And that's exactly why I tell um new authors because I get this question a lot, um, you know, with new authors is how do I reach out to book clubs? Well you gotta go where the book clubs are at. And stuff, even if you don't uh, secure a vendor table or whatever, if you can't afford to do that, and stuff, you always have promo, you know, cards or something on you and stuff, you got to network 
with with um, readers and things like that. You know, if you see a big name author that's coming into town, got a book signing, you better be there because you know book clubs is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, hand out your stuff at at book signings, and that ain't yours. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, but you have to do those type of things in order for people to to get to get noticed and and things like that. But you have to be where the book clubs are um, in order to really network with them and for them to actually take notice and remember who you are. And you know, hopefully, you can secure a you know a a book of the month selection and you know Skype with them and do or you know go to their book club meetings. And stuff like that, but I tell you that you know a lot of book clubs are doing events now and stuff. So you know they're looking, they're they're literally looking for authors, you know, to sit with them and to actually discuss their books. But you have to be able to go to the events and meet the book clubs. But that they're, I mean, you know, they're there for enjoyment. But a lot of them are there to network with authors. Wow. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just listening. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. Yes, I hear uh, you. yes, absolutely. Well, I, well, we, first of all, we have to wrap the show up. But before we wrap the show up, I want to know, this is one of a couple of listeners who uh, sent some emails out saying, what do you have yet, What do you have yet, uh, going on in 2012 as far as the end part going into 2013? Because I know you got some up your sleeve. <laughs> well, right now, um, well, next month, next month is just going to be a crazy month anyways. But um, we're launching the Book Club 101 magazine, and it's really a uh, another uh, part of the Book Club 101 University uh, brand. And so uh, with Book Club University, um, it's basically uh, that we do different e-courses and then we do the online conference. It's a five-hour online conference that we do. Um, where I bring in uh, book club presidents from all over the country, and we do different presentations on book club, uh, you know, topics. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, we have uh, author interviews that I kind of intertwine, and it, it it really does take a lot of work um, to put this together because everything is timed, everything is you know, um, you know, it, it takes a lot of, of of time on my end on the back side of that. Um, so, but it's so much worth it, and we do a panel discussion with all our presenters and, and things like that. Um, so the concept of the Book Club 101 magazine came when I kind of got frustrated with one of my literary friends that was trying to put out a literary magazine, and I kept on telling them, uh, why would a book club or an avid reader buy your magazine if it's all generated for the for authors? So what is the buy-in for a book club or an avid reader to read your magazine? Mm. Because I'm not seeing it right now. And so it was with that and some some other uh, uh, things that's out there uh, that, you know, I just kind of got frustrated. I got frustrated with the fact that the only time that, you know, that you see anything about book clubs in literary magazines is to be featured. And that's about it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, what would it be like if I actually put a magazine together 
that actually featured articles specifically for book clubs. Mm-hmm. Nobody's done it before. Wow. And on the end of that, that would actually attract authors to look at this magazine because <laughs> they're going to want to know, you what know, how do I get into that book club? How do I do this? And then it's going to attract the publishing companies, the, the industry and stuff, because believe it or not, traditionally, pub, I mean, publishing houses still struggle with trying to connect with book clubs. Um, so that's how the magazine came about, um, you know, and it's, we do feature authors in the magazine um, and new authors, um, well-known authors, like we have Rashonda Tate Billingsley and Victoria Christopher Murray, you know, uh, and Eric Jerome Dickey. Um, we have uh, new authors, Jolena Johnson and um, Stephen Martin. Um, I'm sorry, Stephen Charles uh, Martin, that's in the, uh, which they do a relationship uh, book that's coming out. Uh, so we do give them a few of the authors and things like that, but it's basically a book club, um, you know, type articles that are that are going to be in there on advice, um, helping book clubs be more technology savvy, how to use uh, Twitter and Facebook effectively for a book club or trying to reach, uh, do the whole social uh uh, internet and you know just things like that that book clubs should should know about how to do that how do you create an internet presence um, you know just all kinds of things we sit down and we feature um, book club uh, what I call book club trailblazers so it might be specifically on a person so we're like featuring Sonia um, Ward from Books and Beignet Bookstore um, which she's a book club president that now has a bookstore so we're featuring her um, so it's just all kinds of different things um, that's going on. We'll do book reviews, um, and um, we'll actually have contests all the time. We're doing a Dishing It Up menu because all book clubs love to eat <laughs> and stuff. We'll have, um, you know, a lot of things going on and a lot of publishing companies that are stepping behind us and giving us free books and, you know, yeah. so... It's it's really um, already, it's not come out, but, you know, I get, you know, inbox messages on Facebook all the time asking, when is it coming out? I want it, <laughs> you know, and things like that. And we're going to offer it in downloads and actually in print. Wow. So that's what I'm working on this <laughs> year. Um, it's things, and that keeps me full. And then I, um, I'm going on um, – you know, book signings and coming on as guest appearances all through the year for the book. Um, there's been a lot of interest for that, and actually for uh, a lot of authors that are looking forward um, for this book to come out. Um, I was just speaking to uh, T.L. James a couple of weeks ago, and um, she was, you know, really excited about this book because she do come into contact with a lot of um a lot of book clubs and things, and she would much prefer to give book clubs this book instead of actually giving out her free books like, or giving them free books and, and things like that from her publishing company. So I'm going to make sure that if you're an author and you're wanting to buy 
the ultimate book club experience for as a, you know, a thank you gift uh, to book clubs or whatever else, then we're going to give you a special price, a lower price. Because usually authors were gonna, they're gonna buy multiple copies of those to give out. So, so we are. I'm gonna take care of you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So I'll, I'll be busy, busy. I'll be in Chicago actually in March um, and everything, uh, and for a few things and and things. So I'm gonna actually have a book signing somewhere in there. Um, so I'll be in, in the Atlanta area, and I'll be in Jackson, Mississippi. I'll be in Hinesville, Georgia, um, Memphis. I'll be in New Orleans, and um, I'll be on the East Coast in June. So I, my schedule is almost full with appearances. <laughs> so Okay. That's, that's you know what that's the the magic of of networking too. I I have to say that um, I I think that I'm I'm incredibly blessed to um, to actually have done the the networking part um, of everything that I'm doing. And I didn't know about that I was going to do the whole book club one on one when I first started out doing this, but. Mm-hmm. Everything everything that I've laid out in advance, um, starting from 2007 um, and things, is kind of built up to this moment. And so I, I feel totally just incredibly blessed to not have to uh, do a whole lot of work as far as um, securing um, book signing dates and, and things like that or ask to come on as a guest um, and things like that. So um, I am happy to... Uh, really that this is all working into my favor and and that people are really supporting everything that I'm doing. Wow. I'm um putting a comment on your page right now. This is really great. Um wow. I'm I'm still thinking about the conferences and and how mm-hmm. um structure the workshops and that's just like I'm still thinking about that. I can't wait to come. Um we're going to wrap things up, and we hope to have you back. We will have you back on the show um, to discuss your book. Um, I'm going to look into the magazine. Did you say it was out yet or not, the magazine? Um, it, the magazine comes out on February 20th. Um, I'm actually working on putting content content up on the uh, on the website right now. Um, but you can go to bookclub101mag.com, uh, and uh, so that's where the the, uh, the magazine is going to be housed at. Uh, you will be able to see, like, uh, highlights of, uh, you know, some of the, well, all of the, the uh, articles that we do, but you'll actually have to download or you'll have to purchase the magazine in order to get the entire interview. And then we will um, also make it where, uh, because all of the interviews that we do, especially with authors and things, they're all recorded. And so uh, there will be opportunities where people will be able to actually uh, listen to the interviews that, that I've done with these authors, because um, like with Eric Jerome Dickey, it wasn't planned. It was only supposed to be a 20-minute interview, but it mm-hmm. turned into two hours. And it was wow. like the best interview, and so much so that I'm actually going to um, to break that interview up in two parts. So you're going to get – it's a quarterly magazine. 
So it comes out um, uh, spring, summer, fall, and um, and winter. And so we're going to break that one up because he gets so much good advice um, just on writing that I, I, I started just updating my Facebook page every time he says something because it was just insane. I mean, he's going through his whole process on mm. how he puts a book together how he goes back and, um, you know, will think of something else, just his whole frame of mind when he's writing. And it is really good. It's really good stuff. So you can hear a little bit of his interview um, on book during the Book Club University Online Conference March 3rd as well. Um, so you can, you can listen into some of it there. But um, – what we're going to do is that anyone that actually downloads um, the magazine or they purchase um, a copy of the magazine, then we're going to send them out a link to that entire interview because it's really, really good. And I think that people will be really surprised on some things that he has to say. He's a very candid person. I don't know if you've ever talked to Eric um, in no, person. I haven't. Not yet anyway. But he's he's very, you know, He's he's a he's just awesome. He's really a good guy, and everything that just happens to write, you know, great books. But um, he's very down to earth and and very impressionable and and things like that. But you would be amazed on just the things that he has to say from eBooks and book signings and the writing process, you know, readership, you know, just different things um, that he touches on. And so yeah. I when we got to the two hour mark, I'm like, okay, I love this man. He dearly is my literary husband. I don't care what nobody say, but <laughs> <laughs> this interview is getting long. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna make it where people will be able to listen to the entire two hour interview and things. And we'll also um, have uh, what we call book club 101 mag chat. So we're going to bring in um, authors to do actually a, um, a conference call um, session where we're going to actually also be taking um, questions from Twitter and from Facebook and things like that as well. So that's another thing that, that we'll be, you know, really doing and integrating into the uh, magazine. And then um, probably in 2013, um, we're going to see how things go. But we actually may um, do a, um, you know, release twice a year, maybe a teen book club one-on-one mag. Okay. So that's what I have planned probably in 2013 because we do have a lot of teen books and book clubs and um, youth book clubs that are starting, so we want to support them as well. Okay. Um, we are going to wrap things up. And, um, again, we loved having you. Um, awesome yes, information, ma'am. great information. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to sleep tonight. So. <laughs> right. right. This smoke is going to be busy. I'm going to hear her tomorrow when she called me talking about I found something about her. So I'm ready for it. Well, yeah. you know what? I, I really do appreciate um, you all having me on uh, your show 
and everything. Um, and I just got an inbox message just to let you know I'm listening to you right now on on the radio show, and I'm trying to secure my table because it falls into my Twitter account. See? See? All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so go to com. <laughs> now, how does that work with, um, like, if Black Riders face one of the table, would it still be in the in the in the um, circle of an author table? Would it be the same? Um, for for uh, to, you mean as to sell books or no? Just just a table. I, my thing is like for the. Events that I attend this year, I just want to have be able to advertise Black Writers Day because everybody doesn't know about yeah, us yet. I think the oh. the best thing to do, as far as that's concerned, is maybe not to have a table, but to actually just come as a uh, participant and hand out information. And I I'll be straight out, out honest with you and stuff. To me, if you're not selling a product, then you don't. I don't think you necessarily uh, get the benefit of having a table. Okay. Um, but you do get the benefit of actually being able to mingle into network. Um, okay. And right now, you know, the registration is $115. Um, this year, uh, I decided to take it out of a uh, out of the hotel and stuff because I wanted to cut the price. I wanted mm-hmm. to uh, bring it into a community setting, so that's why we're actually on a campus, a college campus this year at St. Um, St. Louis University, which is um, right off of downtown. You can actually see the arch right down the street um, from the for the campus and things. Uh, but we wanted to cut the prices back. Uh, you know, when you're in the Midwest, it's a little bit different when you're um, on the East Coast and down south and, and things like that. And the readership is a lot differently uh, different than it is there. And so... Um, we wanted people to be able to eat what they wanted to eat, <laughs> you know, because how many conferences have you gone to and the food is just whack? It's just nasty, mm. you know. So so we wanted to make it where you eat what you want to eat, eat when you want to eat, bring your food back, whatever you want to do with it and stuff. And so we've been able to drop our, our prices by over $100 um, and everything. So uh, we have the – Early bird special for ninety nine dollars, so we're up to one hundred fifteen um, at this point, and um, that actually gets you two of the featured authors' books, and everybody will get that register, will get um, two of the featured authors' books, and and they'll get a book bag, they'll get a T shirt that commemorates the conference and everything. They'll get one of my bookmarks will be in there as well, um, and everything, and it includes the entire. Uh, uh, two days of the conference, and then uh, on Friday night, we're actually going to go to a poetry um, place called um, Legacies. The Legacy, I think it's Legacy um, Books and Cafe, and that's uh, totally optional. But we wanted to bring in um, some of the community and actually bring some of our people to this cafe because they have like an awesome poetry night. Just, it's wonderful. And so um, that is going to give uh, authors that are actually coming as an appearing author, which means that you actually have a vendor table. We're going to give them the opportunity to actually um, to sign, have their books signed by a totally different audience 
um, during their poetry night. And so that is a part of the vendor tables um, and everything, but it is a first-come and first-served basis because it's not a, a huge event. So it depends on who secure their their uh, tables first um, mm-hmm. for that one. So it's not a part of the vendor table packet, but it is on a first-come, first-served basis. Um, so we're doing that uh, because I think it is important, especially uh, when you're vending, that um, you are making some money and stuff. We can't guarantee what you're going to make, but we can help you uh, to expose you um, by putting you into another, a different audience from the, from necessarily from the people that are registering at the conference. Um, so we're doing that, and then on Sunday we're taking a tour downtown to the Arch and to the old um, church. Uh, or I'm sorry, the old courthouse uh, and things. There's a lot of significant um, history with the old courthouse in in St. Louis. Um, it's actually where a a slave couple actually sued uh, to have to have their freedom uh, mm-hmm. down at the old courthouse. So we're going to tour that, and then we're going to eat also. So so we have a lot of things planned. So we want everybody to come. <laughs> Okay. Now, how the, when does the early um, registration expire? Okay. Now, the early bird uh, registration expired uh, on December thirty first, and okay. so, uh, but we it's only you know one hundred and fifteen dollars and and everything. Okay. So, still very affordable, and and it doesn't go up until probably at the end of August. And everything, but we want to stress that you know people do have to secure, you know, because you know, you know how we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wait to the last minute to try to secure something and stuff. But I want to highly encourage people not to do that. Right. <laughs> and okay. stuff, you know, please, you know, get your money in. Don't wait until like the the eleventh hour and stuff. Don't do that. <laughs> So, um, but, yeah, we're going to have a good time. We have uh, some great featured authors and things that are lined up. Uh, so we're really excited and um, and really want people to come out and, and to support the conference, especially in the Midwest, because you, you all live in the Midwest and stuff. You know um, what literary conferences look like here and how far and in between they are. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Well, we're looking forward to being there. I am. And um, I will definitely see you there. And I'm looking forward to having you back on the show. Absolutely. um, Just for our listeners, if you want to give your website before we go so they know where to find your um, information about book clubs and everything else you're doing. Absolutely. Probably uh, the best one to direct you at (laughs) is probably mine. Um, So you can go to Tanisha Webb, T-A-N-I-S-H-A, Webb, W-E-B-B, online.com. And it will actually give you all of the uh, different websites that I'm connected to on on my personal website and and everything, except for the Book Club um, 101 magazine. Um, That one's not up there yet. But um, it does give you all the information. You can also just uh, visit bookclubuniversity101.net, and that will link you to uh, several of the other websites as well. So, Or hit me up on Facebook, Tanisha Webb. So 
I'm on there too, <laughs> and Twitter. Yeah, um, I'm at T- I think T-Web that's where I online. Found on Twitter. Right, yeah. So I'm on T Web uh, online. Dot, uh, yeah, it's T Web online, or you can do Casey Girlfriends, or you know, whatever one. It's too many out there for me to even tell you all of them. Uh, so one will connect you to all, <laughs> basically. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, great. We're going to. Um Shut it down tonight, and um, we loved having you. I'm sure, and I've been looking at my my um, statistics, um, not statistics, but results from the radio show. People have been a lot of people have been going back and listening to the show if they miss it. So, um, this is, yeah, really good information. I'm gonna uh, also check out your radio show as well, and uh, oh, yeah. we will definitely be in contact. Oh, thank you so much again for having me on the show. Uh, I do appreciate you all. No problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. And you enjoy the rest of your evening. I already know I that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to sleep either. <laughs> I have so much I need to do and things. And so I'm really uh, happy to come on the show anytime and you know, maybe next time we'll do a whole advice thing for authors and stuff and yes. connect with book clubs because yeah, that's always a, a good topic and thing. So maybe you'll have a Q&A. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with that. So well, thank, um, you, thank you so much. And we will um, talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yes, okay. Thank you so much. Good no night. problem. Wow, we are going to wrap things up tonight. Yes, I said wow. Um, great, great guests. But we always have great guests. We always have oh, yeah. great guests, and I love it. I love it. It's what keeps me going. It's what keeps me moving. So, um, and I can't wait to start actually getting to some of these events because I've been I've been looking at them for years and reading about them, and I see them and. I, Oh, I waited too late. I can't go, you know, finance. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. I'm trying to get some of this stuff paid for way ahead of time and um, be there. Pay for my hotel, pay for my registration. If I want by myself, I'm going to be there. I'm trying to be there. And network. Like she said, network. What's the sense of getting the table? Okay, so now I know what to do with the rest of the events I want to go to for the year. I don't have to worry about getting the table. Just kind of get the word out. So, and that's my goal. And I like what she said about, um, she was talking about something, and she said before she wanted to do anything, she wanted people to know who she was. And I was like, oh, okay. So getting the responses that we're getting from the radio show is actually a really good thing because then when we do have something and we advertise it, then we'll actually have our supporters who actually want to come and participate in it. So I think that's great. Yeah, that's really great. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know what? you're tired. I'm tired, too. Um, you, you we're going to wrap it up tonight. I'm going to play. Let me see. You know I love my music. Let me play something real good. I think I'm going to play some Joe tonight. You need a, you Did I tell you that I put on... Um, no, you didn't, you didn't start sending Luke or some Smokey Robinson up in here. 
you you have Luka? to funny with this music. I'm gonna have to download Luca. I don't have any. I'm gonna I want some here. ooh baby baby up in here. I mean come on. I got um yeah. no nah, closest to Luther I got Teddy Pendergrass. Mm. Oh, that's my man right there. Yeah, I mean that was my intro. You heard you heard it. But I'm just saying um, Luther. From Whitney Houston. Come on man, I'm rock with me. Whitney Houston. Okay, well hey, I gotta revamp hey, the hey. I gotta revamp the for song list. Hey, get up off me. Hey, don't, so, don't um, that Whitney because I, I wrote. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying I, I don't have any of that. You need to be texting me those ideas during the day while you're out there, and I'm here on the computer. Uh-oh. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have uh, some letters and some magazines in my head. I'm saying, oh, let me text Tiffany about Whitney Houston. Oops, no, just what you're thinking. You text me all day long anyway and call. So what? Yeah, okay. just, just send me some ideas. Shoot me some ideas. Just like when I get a new email from a, a, a um, guest, like I did today and yesterday, yeah, just show me some. Because um, sometimes I run out of That's why I told you I need some music. Give me some music. I like to have the, you know, I get kind of bored if I keep playing the same thing. So, anyhow, <laughs> we'll take care of that. But um, you have a good night, and I'm, I'm going to try to go to sleep, but I know I'm going to be on the computer for probably the next two or three hours. Um. And we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow our guest is going to be Tamika Newhouse, another great one, another great one. She Looking had. forward to it. Oh, my God. This girl got so much going on. So um, get ready, get ready, get ready. And we will see you guys tomorrow at 7. Thank you so much. Thank our listeners. Uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Check out our blog Um Website, blackartistspace.blogspot.com, and um, I will be posting some things. I'm updating the blog. I have added some new things to the blog, so if you get a chance, check that out, some new videos, um, some uh, some of our guests. I try to post some of their stuff on there also as well, and um, just continue to support, and we will continue to support you as well. If we don't yep. know about you and you have a good story and an awesome story that you want us to know about, you can always email us at blackwriterspace, that's with two S's, at gmail.com. And um, I want to thank everyone who listened tonight and who always listens. Even if you had to go back and listen to the show, thank you so much. And um, good night and God bless. Good night.